This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast, hosted by Alec, Kevin, Randy, and Xavier. A show that explores the maybes, how comes, and what ifs of life. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversations today. All right, welcome back to Hypothetically Sound. We're glad to have you tuned into the episode and we hope you enjoy. Today, we have another part of our generational haunting series. If you haven't, make sure you go listen to our other episode first. It will help you understand where the conversation came from and uh, where it's going. Spoiler alert, in the last episode, guys, we ended up finding out that a lot of our stories matched up and we experienced a lot of the same things years apart. So the question to lead this episode off is, do you think our family is cursed? I was going to say, I have a theory on that. Um, and it's a family theory. Um, and, uh, and it goes back to um, our father, who is, you know, says he's from Kansas City, but the reality is from East St. Louis, Illinois, but really he's from Gould, Arkansas, okay? Um, if you want to know where Gould, Arkansas is, find Little Rock and go 100 miles south of Little Rock into nowhere, and there's Gould, Arkansas. Okay, this is a small little community. Um, they believed in a lot of things down there. Oh, yeah. One of the things when I went down there with, with the family, with Kevin, is that, you know, they, they believed in voodoo down there. They believed in old magic down there. And I'm telling you right now, honestly, I believe that somehow that our father's side of the family got cursed. Somebody cursed us. We did something to something, somebody. Because I be- truly believe that the the demons that that we have that have touched us in one way or another is for a reason um um, for some of us we have a little stronger connection i think on the psych side than than others Uh, i um but i do can tell you you know the dreams that i've had i mean we could do just a show of, of my dreams and and my feelings and the ghost and things that i can tell you there's some stories i can tell you about alexander um, and the things that he went through as a, as a young kid, um, you know, and the thing is, is that um, y'all mama, Becky, uh, her, her family has some psychabilities also, which enhanced Alexander's feeling. That's why I was kind of, I was worried when we had you ran, but you, you seem to be a little more immune to it. But Alexander seemed to be a little more sensitive to it. And, 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 you know, and the, the, the way you guys grew up um, and the way you reacted to different things as kids to kind of verified that, that, but it's, it's, I believe it's something from way back in the past. I think this is an old, old evil. You want to know the truth. See, I, so me and Randy took the uh, DNA and me twist or whatever it is, 23 and me or whatever it is. Right. We took a DNA test. Right. And uh, it showed that we are, uh, from uh slaves from the south primarily in louisiana right mm-hmm. so yeah, like yeah. and then it shows like the slight migration of our family going up which like coincides with like what uncle uncle grandpa charlie always said that he came up from the south you know like the path is there mm-hmm. so i i do believe like he either was born in like louisiana or like his grandfather was or something and they moved up slowly and he just continued until we got to the Midwest. Uh, but I always thought it was something with Grandma Pauline. Yeah, that's that's why. Like, I forgot about the, the like you believing that the voodoo thing with Grandpa Charlie, right? Because right. it's so gr- ingrained in my head 
that Grandma Pauline believed we were cursed on her side, it, on it, the Native it, American it, side, and that's why she refused to let us figure out what tribe we belong to. Like, I always chalk that up to that I, Grandma Pauline was part of the, uh, one of the Native American, uh, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but, uh, assimilation period of Native Americans where she was put in a boarding school and was forced to forget her tribe. And that's why she didn't want us to figure out what tribe. Uh, I, I thought, like, she tries to hide the past because uh, we have very little Indian in us. Me and Randy do, at least. Yeah. Right, uh, we have some, but not a lot. And uh, we, be- I believe that like Grandma hides her past because she dabbled, or her mother or something dabbled in something that like affected the family. Right. Well, you and know, Grandma. Go ahead. Sorry, the Grandma is almost full, was almost well. She was full blooded Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would make sense, right? And yeah. so we figured that like someone in her family might have dabbled in something, and she was like trying to hide from it. And uh, I felt like it was like something that might have been for like uh, a, a a male child, and possibly a firstborn. And, and, there's, a, and there's a possibility of that. I mean, that's our what, tribe. Our tribe is in Canada. It's Chippewa. We're Chippewa, and that's and it. Our tribe was in Canada, further north. So that's uh, uh, interesting. That's you have to. We do have, have stuff in Canada too on our DNA, so that yeah. would make a lot of sense. Okay, it, it pointed our Native American as a uh, Spanish Native American. Yeah, coming yeah. out from Mexico. Yeah, so that's interesting. So we, um, you know, and I talked to you know your grandma about that, your great grandma about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could learn a little bit more about our other side of our history, you know, of our heritage. But I mean, you take you take two, uh, you know, two nationalities, Native American and African American. All of them believe in that stuff in voodoo, voodoo, or you know, spirits, things like that. It could could somebody had wrapped up some of our family in some of that garbage, you know, to get caught up in, possibly. But, you know, I found ways to get around that. Um, you know, anytime I start having weird things like that go on, you know, that's that's when I start, you know, believing in my faith. Of, of I'm not going to let whatever it is bother me. I'm not going to let it, you know, terrorize me, bother me. I learned that years and years and years ago. Um you know, I asked for protection. I asked for my grandmother who, you know, passed, you know, Pauline. I say, wherever you are, help keep these demons away from me. Protect me. Help me. You know, my mom, my dad passing. I I pray to them to help watch over me as I sleep. And even as I walk, you know, during my waking days, my waking hours, you know, just, you know, protect me. And I think for some reason, it some odd reason, I believe in it. I believe they help. The tricky thing I found out is they always say bring a dog around with you in the places that you go like or that you live. So what I always do, before I bought my house in Minneapolis three and a half years ago, I brought my dog into every room of that house. If that dog would not have gone or made any inclination that something wasn't right in that house, I would have never bought it. So that's fair. That's I, fair. 
I truly believe that dogs and babies see shit that we don't see because their minds are open. And what that what I've read, because I had to do some reading about all this creepy crap, is that if you open your mind to, to positive things, negative things will slip in. So when you think you're talking to someone or communicating with something positive, it could be something negative, acting positive until it gets in. So I, I try to keep my mind closed on that stuff so that it doesn't open up and let something in that I don't want. See, my philosophy is to mind my own goddamn business. So, like, something happens, it ain't happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, it happens. If it catches my attention, the most it's going to get is a glance, and I'm back to doing whatever I'm doing. Like, right. so, uh, there'll be times, like, you'll hear a noise. You think it's your name. You'll yell back. You hear nothing. Oh, yeah, no one's home. Shit, ain't my problem. Like, ain't calling me. You know? And just go back to whatever I'm doing. Oh, so you're just a typical brother in a horror movie. I honestly yeah. believe that ignoring things is the best option for the most part. Like, if, obviously, if you're hearing some shit in your house and you're like, oh, I man, I'm going to check my house real quick. I, that's fair. But as soon as there's nothing there, you go, yeah, going back to bed. Fuck it. I, I highly disagree with that, but that's those are and that's that's see, and, and this is how I survived, right? Like, is ignoring <laughs> all this creepy shit. That's well, like, I guess you just live happy. You just live happy when everything. You just mind your own I mean, business. I mean, come it's, on, the place I'm at now. You both of you guys don't like it because you thought there was ghosts here, and then I finally uh, had to co-sign it when I saw the damn thing. Okay, all right. I just want to. I just want to give a couple because we didn't talk about your house. We're gonna save it for this one, right? right. Uh just some quick ones. Uh, ones that uh really stuck out was like me and Randy shared a room, and we always had the door closed, and uh, Dad would open it before he went to bed because he went to bed after us every night. Uh, and there's times I would wake up and shut it, but quite literally every time the door was open and we were trying to sleep, I would end up waking up in the middle of the night because I felt like something was like standing and watching me. Uh, Randy felt it too, so he was okay with me shutting the door. Uh, there was, I felt like there was a time that, like, I caught something at the glimpse of, like, side of my eye of someone, like, about to walk in, and then it's like, oh, they're not, you know, here, or dad's watching stuff on this couch, which is the creepiest part, because it's a small little condo, and there's not a lot of room for leeway of this ghost to be sneaking around. Um, the second thing is, one time me and Randy went to work, my dad said that, uh, I left my computer on and the speakers on and stuff, and he was annoyed by it. And I was like, nah, because my my monitor and stuff doesn't have speakers. So it's impossible. You're not going to hear it through my headset. And plus, I unplugged everything. So he was hearing talking in the room, and he swore that was my computer because he heard the talking and stuff. And the last one is that he has this creepy-ass room with a closet. Uh, the closet... So he has the big bedroom in the house. There's some way in the back of the house. To, uh, occasionally, you'll walk in the house and his light's on. Uh, and it's like, whatever. And you go and turn it off. Uh, and then, like, later in the day, you'll see it back on or something. And it's like, ah, that's kind of weird. Uh, but his closet door is the worst thing. Because the closet door, like, I closed it every time I had the chance. I had to go in his room. I would close it. But it seemed like it was always open. And at one point, I did see it open. And that, and I told dad about it, and he's like, yeah, I sometimes feel stuff from there. But it's like, nah, nah, if it can move things, turn on a light, open up <laughs> shit, like, that's, that's an issue, shit. right? 
Uh, and it did get to the point where like dad would come home and be like, why is the, the, you know, the light on or whatever, who opened up my closet? I don't, I don't fucking know. No, nah, it's crazy. I, I, I know what happens, but guess what? My like, own goddamn business. I'm just doing me. We would use, I would use, we use obviously me now, he used the bathroom in the main room. And any, anytime I'll go to the bathroom, something would be standing outside the bathroom door. Like literally, I'm like, I'm trying to take a poop and I'm like, I look down and I'm like, Alec, dad, no, they both sleep. Uh, why is something standing outside the bathroom door or, uh, you know, where the table's at in his house. So where I was playing computer, you can see straight into his room, probably at least once a day, something would walk through his room and like, I'm playing a video game. So something had to physically move for my eyes to be drawn to it. Like, why would I stop focusing on a video game to see some, look up and look over my screen and then. But yeah, and if you know our dad, he he'll be in the pitch black at 10 p.m. because he just doesn't turn on lights. So he's a creepy ass dude. (laughs) So like, if we walk into the house and all the lights are off, but his bedroom makes zero sense. Exactly because he doesn't leave lights on. Because I don't know if it's his black fugalness where he doesn't want to say all the pennies or what, but he just never had lights on growing up or even now. And so, like, you walk in the house and the fucking light's on, you're like, nope, I'm just gonna pretend like the light was on the whole time, I turned it on before I left type shit. Like, that's yeah. that house is an old lady, it's an old lady. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's definitely an old lady. And, uh, and what I was gonna say is that um, I now work in my living room, and my boy's room is to the right of me, and I'm working one day, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw something move and I turned my head and at the same time the shadow turned its head. Like it's, it was a human shadow. And we looked at each other for a quick millisecond with the thought process of you can see me, me thinking I can see it. And then it disappeared and I was just in shock and I go, okay, that just solidified that there is something in this condo. Um, so obviously, you know, oh, I let me just, tell you. That would have been that would have been about the time I would have got the fuck up out of there. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. I still to this day, still to this day, I mean, I'm just gonna date myself. I don't care. At 54, I still do not sleep with closet doors open. I don't give a damn whose house I'm in. I don't care what room I'm in. I don't care where. If there's a damn closet. That closet, I'll sleep with a bathroom door open all day, every day. Closet doors remain shut always. And if they're not shut, I will wake up in the middle of the night, see the closet door open, get up and shut it. And let me tell you something. Let me wake up and find that closet door open. I'm the fuck out. That's it. You better hope we we never stay in your house. (laughs) That's an easy house. Sign over the lease. Yep, it would be deuces. This would be just like a damn movie. Why they don't let black people be stars in movies or scary ones? Because they know we will beat our feet. First time we hear a scream yell, something that didn't come out of nobody's mouth sitting next to us. Audi. It would be a five-second movie. I guess that would be the exception to the rule because I would be like, what, what, what was that? Let's go find that out. See, I'm the in-between of you and Alec, Dad. I... Like, I hear something, I acknowledge it, but as soon as, like, it's like, it's like, oh, I hear a voice, or I see a shadow, I'm like, 
okay, I acknowledge it. Let me let me check. But as soon as it's something that's dumb, where I'm like, nah, I could die. I am out. I am not fucking with that shit. Like, oh, you want to bang? You want to throw stuff? Nope. Bye. No. Bye. See. See. Like, if if it got like super violent to the point where you can't ignore it. And there's no way for me to escape really easily. I will square <laughs> up with a ghost. I do not care. I, I will do everything in my power and start swinging in the air and hope for the best. I will, I will, go, I will go put some water on my hand and bless <laughs> that shit real quick, like uh, making some holy water and start swinging. Somebody going to watch this and go, did that boy just say I will square down on a ghost? <laughs> Honestly, like, like, like what, what's the point? Okay, a demon's coming at you, right? It's like fucking slamming doors. It's throwing shit. It's slowly cut. Like all that shit's slowly coming to you. You just gonna sit there and just let it do things? No, you gonna bro, try to? No. I don't know. Uh, no. I don't know if you realize this. You ain't beating no ghosts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you get up to run away and that motherfucker pushes you back down, you're not just yeah. gonna swing. You're gonna be punked like that. <laughs> you're not gonna try it at least. Like no shit. It's like, <laughs> like if it can touch me. Hey, don't fart. I'm sorry. It's like it's it's <laughs> you got too excited. Like all Let, I'm saying is if it can touch me, there's some way in hell I can touch no, it. No wonder no. why you guys no. got dogs. Now I get why you guys yep. have to have dogs. Yep. They will let you know when a motherfucking dog sits in the fucking room barking in a motherfucking corner or up in Nothing. the ceiling or some shit like that. Hey, tell you what, it's either time to bounce or keep that dog as close to your ass as you can get. If See, the I'm, dog never, if it never slept in your bed, it's gonna sleep in your bed tonight. So, so the thing is, is that occasionally K-Dot will like sit at Randy's door and growling in my room, and sit at my door and growling in his room or in the hallway. We're not sure, but the other day he sat down on my bed, and uh, he just like looks up to the corner of my room, just like right up there, right, and he goes, and I'm like, excuse me. And he's just like staring at it, growling, growling. Every time he said his name, he'd do like a quick, like little dog glance, like, like nigga, you ain't Nick, <laughs> you know. He does that, like, he, like I'm in trouble glance, but he like still growling and barking at the corner. And yeah, ran. Y'all got, got some fucked up. Y'all got some fucked up entities. Bro. Watch, watch the first you know. episode. We talk about this house, man. Yeah, this is not. We, not we talk house. about the time I almost squared up against the ghost. <laughs> yeah. We talk. We talked about the time we saw. Um, just a quick recap. Uh, a little white lady. We thought it was a mom, but it wasn't. Like, so was not gone. a shadow. Not a shadow. No, it, it was like actual like full body. body we lady. thought it was our mom. Like we thought she just came home, and we're like, "Hey, mom!" And like nothing happened. And we're like, "And I was like, Rand, did was that not mom?" He's like, "I think so." And then we text mom's like, "Yeah, everything's good. Why are you barking? Why are you barking? Everything good?" And she goes, "I'm not home. Yeah, everything's fine." Hey, we're just the, like, dog's mm. the dog's barking right now because you talking nah. about the old bitch that's in your house. <laughs> no, nah, see, he barking because I'm getting excited and I don't get excited. Yeah, uh, yeah, our dog. <coughs> Anytime we laugh or like show any positive emotion, our dog gets concerned about us. Yeah, and like comes, he runs up to us and like starts licking and like overreacting because we don't get high in our emotion ever. So when we do and we're laughing, he's like, "Oh, something's so, wrong. Something's wrong." So y'all some sad little motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah we some man. sad little yes. motherfuckers. Look at our lives. <laughs> nah, go lay down, buddy. Yeah, that, we, we ran it up. Anytime he does that, we're like, oh, shit. We, we must be really sad that uh, anytime we laugh. 
Look at here. You know something that's kind of funny? I don't think I remember if I ever told Alec this, but I always said that uh, whatever the evil is, is that we're going to have to fight it. And when I mean fight it, like maybe mentally or physically. And it's kind of funny that Alexander has felt that, you know, th- during the times. And the fact that it's gotten physical with you, Randy, and with you, Kevin, I'm trying to tell you, whatever this is that I've felt from as long as I can remember, isn't something that's just going away. We can say what we want, but whatever this is, whether it came from your great-grandmother or from your your grandfather's side of the family, I don't know, but one side did some dirt or did some things that they shouldn't have did, and, and, and the price is that whatever put the curse on us is this curse is no joke to me. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I hundred percent believe in it. I believe in it to the point that, you know, there is this one last story that I could tell you that about this is that, um, bought a house over on 43rd and James, um, was living in the house. Uh, we had moved in, um, their mom was, you know, with me at the time and all of a sudden something was banging on the back window. Well, we couldn't figure out. No, it wasn't. Couldn't figure (laughs) out what was banging on the back window. So she grabbed the gun her daddy gave us, and I went out the front door because I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna catch whoever that is." And by the time I got to the backyard, there was nothing there, and there wasn't a lot of lights, you know, in our backyard. But there was nobody there, and I couldn't find any footprints. Nothing had just got through raining, so there was not like. You know, you could step through the mud that was there and not see it. So I go back inside and their mom's like, like shaking because she's like, whatever it was, was trying to go through the back door. And I'm like, okay, dad, no, there was nothing out there. But yet it was still trying to go through the back door. And that's the first time that I can remember Alexander reacted. Because later on that night, he would not sleep. He was about eight months old at the time that this happened, and he would not sleep the rest of the time. He was not a happy camper. And I think that was the start of whatever it was. It was kind of like trying to feel me and feel what was going on and, you know, and felt and felt Alexander's presence too, you know. And so there's, you know, and there's a lot more to that, but I'm sure you guys have, Explored that, and Alexander's probably talked about some of the things he went through as a little kid. So we, I think we only really talked about uh, the time that I uh, described Grandpa Kenneth. Yeah, uh, the, the dream he had. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was scary as heck. You describe somebody you've never seen before to a T, including everything they was wearing. When when there was a, one of those episodes was happening, and he told Alexander, and Alexander told us very clearly that he said, "Don't worry about it. I got you. you and, and and don't worry, your dad will help." And I was like, "Okay, now somebody's feeling something here, and he's dreaming this, and he's like five years old, and he's dreaming this, and he's able to to tell us this. This was it was, it was it, it's it's weird how these things." you know, can affect you and that, that are out there for for all those people that don't believe in it. I'm telling you right now, there's more to it than you think. And 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 you know, it 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 all do, depends on your agree your degree of, 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 of understanding of the of the of the 
world around you and the things that are around you. I, I, I'm a firm believer of that. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by and listening. We hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, next Sunday, there will be another episode that comes out, uh, the third part of our Generational Haunting series. Uh, as always, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, Meta if you're into that new name, uh, follow us on Twitter, on Podbean, any of the sites that you can listen to a podcast on, and uh, for a live video of each of these of our podcasts, go to our YouTube channel, Hypothetically Sound. Uh, Alec, you got a shout out for the people today? Hell yeah, I do. Shout out to all the people that breathe through their mouths, you know, all the mouth breathers out there. You know, whether it's a stuffy nose or that's just how you breathe, you know, keep keep doing it because we like to see Yeah, man, alive. breathe. And that's probably why you get haunted by ghosts because they get annoyed from that shit as well. Yeah, yeah <laughs> hell yeah. Chuck, yeah, you probably snore real bad at night too, but that's all right. That's all right. As always, we guys, understand. we appreciate you listening. Uh, and until next time, deuces. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.